Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Audible, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside to get your 30-day free trial. And it's a great handy little app, especially if you don't like to read but don't want to be stupid. Just have someone read these books to you. And that's audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside for your 30-day free trial to hear books instead of read them. Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains. Look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. All righty. You are listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It is your CBT on CBD. <laughs> and uh, today I have with me the lovely. Hello. Thank you so much for bringing me on, Miss Lucretia Line of Mrs. Yeah. Brightside. I am Ann McDaniels, a good friend of Lucretia's. We've worked in the business for quite some time, and I'm happy to help with a glass half full because, we, as we all know, it can be very half empty if we don't turn that little frown upside down sometimes. <laughs> yep, that's exactly why I do this podcast. And as I always say, which is ironic since my nickname in school was Daria, I was always a sad sack. Well, and then I become Mrs. Brightside. That's what I love about you. You're, you you've got like this monotone voice, like you could be negative, but yeah. you're like. Pollyanna, really. Yeah. You're like a Daria Pollyanna mix. <laughs> <laughs> so. Dariana. Dariana. There yeah. you go. Not, Dariana. Di- not diarrhea. Dariana. <laughs> diarrhea. Cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be with some butthead. When you're sliding into first and you feel a sudden burst. <laughs> you don't know that one coming from oh, Texas. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, we would sing that song as kids. Yeah. Like, all the time. Her. Yeah. All the time. Among others. So, yeah, I mean, even before this, Lucretia and I were talking just conversational and some people that, you know, how do you deal with friends that take, 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 Mm -hmm. and they think that you can just, and we're happy to help. Yeah. We're happy because the glass is half full and helping others would be, you know, it feels good. But when they're constant takers, how do you turn that around and still be their friend? But it's an art. Yeah. Sometimes you can't. I mean, and and that's the thing is not to be negative since this is Mrs. Brightside, but a lot of times the best thing you can do for people is leave. And, um, it helps you the process and maybe helps them because now they're forced to fish themselves. We're not going to just hand over our salmon all the time and and (laughs) you can take your own fishing pole and do it. Yeah, but how can tell you're from Wisconsin with that? Oh that yeah, analogy. oh gosh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, I did. I did go fishing with my dad, you know, and I, I broke the fishing pole and he was very angry. He's like, "You won't be entering any bass fisherman contests this year. Don't have to worry about that." <laughs> anyway, but yeah, and and that's just one of uh, the things in this business is you've got a lot of people who just take, 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 and they don't understand it's a give and take world, much, especially here in the entertainment industry. Absolutely. Because just so people know, I mean, off the top of my head, if I thought about one of the most powerful celebrities right now, I would think Christian Bell, Jimmy Kimmel, like people like that. And guess what those people do? They're All real. they do they is give, give, give. Absolutely. And that, yeah, that what they receive out of the amount that they give seems so grander to us, but it's like, they're just the amount themselves. they give, it's like, yeah. yeah and they're being yeah. vulnerable at the yeah. same time and offering anything that they can with bad experiences. But it's it's hard because a lot of us sometimes don't want to show out um, if, we're, if we're having a weakness. Mm. And maybe we're low on money, but we don't want to show that so people don't think that we need the help. But one of my favorite people to listen to is Gary Vaynerchuk. And he has a book called Jab, 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 Cross. And it means, and I love boxing. So it's like, you give, 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 and then you take. You yeah. offer, offer, offer. And then if something comes in, that's wonderful. But you shouldn't expect it. And then it's like you're grateful for it. And then you just 
feel better about yourself anyway because you're coming from a good place. What is this book again? Because I'm like, oh, oh this sounds called, good. I believe it's called Jab, Jab, yeah. Jab, Cross. And Gary Vaynerchuk, it goes Gary by v. Gary V. or right. Gary V. Um, Vino Media. I listen to him every day and I love him because he came from the Ukraine. He's very self made. They came from absolutely nothing and he built his father's wine business from nothing into um, the wine library. And then now, now he helps others and basically, and he's hard. I, I, but I love that, like, kind of say it like it is. He'll tell someone, what do you, what do you expect to make a million dollars? You're only 24. You yeah. got to get off your ass and work. It's called yeah. work, work, work. And he goes, I work 18-hour days, and I don't take a break, and that's why I'm where I am today. And now he has a family and, and a child, and that's wonderful. But he's, but it's jab, 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 cross. Give, 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 then you take. And anything with boxing is... Well, yeah, anyway. I'm a big boxing fan myself as far as, like, you know, to do it for exercise. Um, and, like, I love boxing analogies because Adam Grohl is my hero. Right. So, like, same thing. I mean, you know... And I feel like sports, and that's why we'll kind of get into, like, you know, more of our broader topic here, is sports teaches us so many things, and I feel like our society is sort of going in the wrong direction with that, it being, like, anti-sports. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, and yeah. or two, it's just like they're just anti-sports in general, right. and it's just like, because they think they're too masculine or things like that, and I'm like, bullshit. Sorry, guys. Anybody but, on a team yeah. understands teamwork and yeah. competition. And that first place trophy goes to the people that work. Maybe the hardest. Sometimes it's yeah. luck. But I disagree, even though this is glass half full, yeah. that everybody gets a trophy because that's not the way it happens in life. Not everybody gets one. And if you do get fourth place, maybe you want to work harder or you're satisfied with that because that's who you are and that's wonderful. But maybe you want to strive better and then throw yourself with the wolves and surround yourself with people that are better than you to, to win more. Well, yeah. And, and that's the thing is like it takes away the incentive to try yep. and try harder each time. I mean, because everybody thinks that you should feel like a winner all the time. It's like, no, it's those losses that kick your ass in gear. Absolutely. And we've been in that mode. That's why I was glad we could have this conversation. Yes, make you stronger. It's, it's just like all of these losses make you stronger. So Absolutely. if you never get to lose, you don't really develop these skills. 100%. And too, like, you know, sports to me, like, because I was a, a hardcore professional uh, gymnast. Sure. Uh, until I was 14. And it was just like, yeah, like, I learned that discipline that my brother, say, didn't get because he didn't do pop more. Very and gymnastics long. of yeah. all things. That's exactly. the hardest core yeah. of anything. Why did you have, like, Caroli for a coach? Did you ever follow them? Like, Bella Caroli? And, no. No? Yeah. Okay. That's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, sports, absolutely. And I think anybody on a sports team understands that. Yeah. And, and people are afraid to put their kids in sports. But I am grateful for every failure I've had in my life. And sometimes it gets discouraging. It's like, why am I not here at that point? But as we spoke about earlier, maybe you weren't ready at that time. Yeah. Maybe when you won at the game that time, you weren't mentally strong. Or maybe you were going through a breakup and, and would, have, would have done the wrong thing or lost your work ethic. So anyway, pro sports, me as well. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the thing is like you I and mean, Adam talks about this as well, and like you brought up the boxing book is like these are teaching you. You know, it's like Mr. Miyagi and Karate Kid. Right, wax on, wax off. Yeah, you don't realize what these things are actually teaching you until you sort of see other people. Like, because as right. I say, I know a lot of people who have no sports background, and it shows. Yes, because they don't have the discipline, they don't have the drive, and they don't understand that not everything's a win. Absolutely, and you know these losses are better teachable moments for sure. And yeah. sometimes it is hard. Like I, yeah. I love your example of Mr. Miyagi with yeah. wax on wax off what he was like Ralph Macho was like what what is this yeah. for but when the times get slow this that that will sharpen your skills when you're actually in battle and it's like oh my god yeah. that's exactly why I was doing that and when it, and that's that that's what is hard when when you're on a slow time or, or not feeling like you're succeeding what are you doing in the downtime 
because it's like you what what you have in your efforts in public are what you do in private. Yeah. Maybe you're successful because everything you do in private. I, I watch a lot of I watch another podcast, it's about ten ten um success principles. What do people do for levels of success? Like for example, the rock is always up at like five AM working yeah. out. And when you start your day with gratitude, which I love to do as well, being grateful, um, thanking, you know, whoever for your health, everything you're given, and doing some physical activity that gets your mind clear and ready to go. And then you can start your day. So I kind of try to follow that. Even when I don't feel like it, do it. Yeah, just do it. I mean, yeah. there's a reason that's Nike slogan. And right. it's like, you know, you just got to keep getting out there. Yeah. And two, like, you know, going into our broader topic, sort of, you know, about the Me Too movement and how this is now our time, you know, the bright side of that is like, this is our time to shine. Right. And, you know, and, you know, we both started in the NFL. I was worked for the Dallas Cowboys, but I wasn't a cheerleader. I was on the promotions team sure. for the in-game stuff. And then you were an NFL cheerleader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And right now we have a lot of scandals yeah. with the NFL cheerleaders in the yeah. NFL. And, <clears throat> you know, it was hard. Just coming back to sports, like Lucretia said, there were, you know, we had weigh-ins and we had body fats taken and we had lots and lots of rules. However, and I understand if people, you know, maybe had a negative experience. And I'm sorry for that. Mm-hmm. However, when you're on that level of a playing field, literally and figuratively, at any given time in a practice, ESPN, a reporter could be there. We had to follow a lot of protocols. Our hair had to be down. We had to have full makeup. Um, we couldn't talk to players. Even if we're at a practice and there's one one at a drinking fountain and we're at the same drinking fountain, that can look bad. A picture can be taken. I have this, you know, kind of motto is when you're off, when you're off, you're on. When you're on, you're on. You're always on because you are a pillar of that organization. So if you're going to fight that hard to get on that team, it was blood, sweat, and tears to get on these teams. I mean, you and I didn't even have a dance background. I had to work. 10 times harder. Um, and then I had to really t- work 10 times harder to prove myself. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a privilege and to break those rules. And even in Hollywood, it's like, yeah. we work so hard to get where we are. Do you want to just ruin that? I yeah. Mean, because it, if, if you throw yourself to the wolves, you better be able to play that game. You know, you're going to drive in the fast lane. You got to be willing to put up with certain things that are, you know, going to be annoyances or hurt you, but toughen up. Yeah, I mean, it had to be hard being from Wisconsin and being a Vikings cheerleader. Oh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm still gaining yeah. friends from it. I still like cheese, but no, yeah. definitely Vikings. Go yeah. Vikings. If they just don't, just please do better next year. <laughs> they did awesome this last year, but then the very end. But anyway, and it was at the, I was at the Super Bowl. That was just unbelievable. A lot of Packer fans there yeah. to support the Vikings. Which was that? That's nice. Coming yes. to get see sports brings people together Absolutely. too. Absolutely, and 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 look, here's still a diehard Cowboys fan. Oh, big time! Yes. Yeah, like uh, you learn Cowboys history before U.S. history in Texas. I love like, that. Yeah. Did you see Roger Goodell? Goodell just said that nobody can kneel on the on the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting article. So, yeah, Cowboys is a great team, though. Yeah, I I, I have the utmost respect for Jerry Jones. I know a lot of people have different views of him, but... Oh, Jerry Jones, yes. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, the owner Owner. of the team, and he, you know, nothing happens in that stadium that Jerry doesn't control, which may seem like a control freak, which he is, but that's exactly why it works as a well-oiled machine. Absolutely. I remember setting up, like, for a Southwest Airlines promotion in-game, and, like, it was like, Jerry says no. We had to just scrap the whole promotion for that game because it didn't look good. 
Because he was like, no, I don't like the way that it looks. Like, And then they were like, okay, then we have to move the people. Unbelievable. <laughs> Did you work there with the new the new um, conglomerate of the mall? Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the, it, it, I worked the first year. It became AT&T Stadium. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. Wow. It's, it's a very impressive franchise down there. Yeah. That's like the first... Like, it's America's team, really. Yeah. So. Yeah, they are America's team. Suck it, Pats. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I want to read Tom Brady's book, though. I will read that book. Of- well, yeah. Like, I, I realize what I'm about to say is blasphemous, but, like, I think Tom Brady is boring. He's not my type of person, but I can't fault the man with his work ethic. Absolutely respect Yeah. Him. I mean, just that. And how can you do all of that? And then I think he was nailed for some kind of a doctor that he had the yeah. other day. Very yes. interesting. But but I, I will be getting his book. Because yeah. he's controversial. Because yeah. But he's that good. And at but, 41? Well, and two, Tom Brady was not the best player on his high school team. Because right. um, uh, Bald Brian, who was on Adam's show, went to high school with Tom Brady. And he talks wow. about it. He goes... Tom Brady is where he is because he worked his ass off. Absolutely. Because he was Michael not, Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Michael Jordan did not make his high school basketball team. Yep. He outworked everybody. And that's that's where they get these skills, though, is by losing. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And we we don't see the losses. We only see the wins, but they're losing a million times behind the scenes. Big actors. You know, we go out for all these additions, yeah. and no one has any idea how many times. You know, you're, oh, I, I, def- oh, I nailed that one. I'm definitely going to get that role. No, you never hear back. And the ones yeah. you go and you totally screw up, you book those roles. But there are so many. There are ten losses for every one, one win. I, I at know. Least. I, I we we talked about all this Me Too stuff, and this is going to be the bright side of Me Too. But I almost feel like we've already made it into the bright side of losing instead. And I'm Absolutely. like, you know, see, this is how things work in conversations. Like yes. we can, you know, even though we you know, plan some things, it's like this is a better conversation because I feel like. Right now, we're kind of losing it some. I mean, Absolutely, we, and we had even planned yeah. for this, but yeah. I think that so much of yeah. the structure of any anybody that goes into their dream business, it's like what you think it is yeah. and what it is is so desperately different. And I think that we were we were talking earlier that you you get you get the darkest before the light hits because then then you're so desperate, not desperate, but you you have nothing to lose. Throw yourself to the wolves, take a risk that you wouldn't before because yeah. if you were too comfortable making too much money, doing too well, you wouldn't take that risk. Yeah, like just. Reaching out to yeah. people that maybe we're maybe we're unconfident or feeling we can't do something, yeah. but just do it. If if they say no, you tried and they respect you for it for the yeah. most part. Exactly. It's like you know, if if you don't try, and especially when you have nothing left to lose, it's yeah. like whatever. Who cares? Absolutely. Like, and no just means an alternative path. Yeah. Take, take take instead of that, take the take the frontage road. Get there yeah. another way. Option B. Yeah, because that's the thing is like there have been when you see certain opportunities, especially, you know, in our lives in the entertainment industry, we unfortunately have to look at stuff we didn't get every day mm-hmm. as opposed to some people maybe not have to experience that as often. But then you're like, well, if I got that, what would I be doing now? Like, Absolutely. or would I be would I have even done this? Would I have even met this person or this that changed my life? Or- For sure. And I think some people that look like it, they have it all, maybe they haven't faced certain adversities yeah. that you 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 may have, and you are stronger for that person. And that's where a lot of people, you know, get fame too quickly, and they they fall down crashing. I yeah. mean, a lot of reality show stars are not prepared for everything else, or even like a lot of YouTuber stars that will get on on a television show. And what do you mean we have a call time? Yeah. What do you mean we have to do, memorize lines? Like it's you have to have the full package and. Only hitting, only getting beat up a couple times can you grow, and I'm thankful for every single time. Sometimes I want to, <laughs> I want to be like, I get the value of a dollar. I understand a day is hard work. When's it gonna happen? But what is your level of success to other people? You may be killing it, but in your own mind, when's enough enough? But you have to be happy with other things as well. 
like taking your dog for a walk, simple yeah. things, finding things that make you happy, like taking a hike or just walking barefoot in the sand. We have to come back sometimes to a little bit more groundedness. I yeah. think that makes you feel better. Well, yeah, because it's the little moments like that is where life really is. Absolutely. You know, because as I say, I hate that it's been so hot here um, in Studio City and just California in general. And like, I can't walk my dog as much because that's right. my... My me time. I walk the dog. I listen to my podcast, and I just zone out. And... But now your headphones are sweaty. You don't even want yeah. to put them in outside. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's it gets tiring. But and it's too hot for her little feet in certain times of the day. But it's yeah. but what like she's saying. Then while she's doing that, she probably yeah. isn't on social media looking at what everybody else is doing. Yeah. I will get on social media, do my thing, and get off because I think that that can also pull you down into an abyss. But no one's putting their bad stuff on there. They're only putting their best things. And I have friends that take. 300 shots of one picture and then they spend two hours photoshopping that and that is the photo that goes online and I it's mean, so annoying like who has that time yeah I, that's me i'm like uh, if i do instagram i may brighten it up a little bit or sure. do like a little thing just to make it look slightly better absolutely but that's not like that's little photo editing tricks they do with a headshot not five hours not yeah like it's like it, i i but most things, no filter or like nothing. It's just sure. like, like that. that's reality. It's and, me and it's who it is. And too, like as we say, you know, social media has a lot of negatives. But like one thing about it that I like is that it makes our job sometimes easier. We're able to put our, to be our own person and control what goes out there. Like we're our own PR person that way. We have more opportunities yeah. and more yeah. opportunities to network. We can, we can help other people. Yeah. Um, boost them up, which boosts everybody up. Again, jab, 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 cross. Help others. They help you, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hopefully. As I say, like, one of the more annoying things, not to be too Debbie Downer, is, like, some people don't get the, the reciprocity. Yeah. And, like, it's like, you follow each other back. You do that. But, like, you know, as we say, you know, then then you just don't bother. I mean, Absolutely. Like, yeah. But I think some people are afraid of if, if they help you, then they're going to lose their position. Yeah. But... What position? Right. They didn't have it in the first place. So don't be... Like, if I have a job and someone's like, how did you get that job? No. I'm happy to offer it yeah. like, through an agency or something. But I'm not going to spoon feed them yeah. every single thing. And I've asked other people. I'm like, oh, how did you get yeah. this? Oh, and it's like dead silence, like crickets. I'm it's like, you know so what? It's so annoying. I can yeah. easily find out we're really resourceful, you and I. Yeah. So we'll find a way anyway. And I'm like, you'll remember that person. Like, okay, well, we're not. Well, because too, it's like you're only concerned about this person knowing your secret because you don't do as good enough job Absolutely. to me. I'm like, if you do a good job, you shouldn't be worried about, oh, yeah, I it's so-and-so. Like, you know, I applied yeah. through here or... Like, as I say on social media, it never ceases to amaze me. Some people who don't get, it's like, so if I have this many followers and a check mark and all this, and you have 10, why would you not want to be a part of that? Absolutely. And it's like, but yeah, because it's a but Unless they're paying for followers, which is yeah. overinflated, which let's face it, a lot of people Yeah, do some do people that. do. But yeah. it is one of those things that it's like, people, like, that's part of this business and you have to understand, it's like, you're not going to generate more if you don't follow. And, you know, it is, you know, as we yeah. go back, it's it's a business of reciprocity. And it, it, a lot of these people don't understand the balance of power. And sometimes it's a team. And having yeah. good friends, having good friends, I'm, I'm, yeah. I emphasize good friends. Because everyone, especially in this town, we have a billion acquaintances and, and friends. Yeah. But having a close circle is very important. If it's not your family, find a close circle of friends. And, and if th- times get rough, you guys can boost each other up. I mean, even like Lucretia and I are yeah. kind of going through some dark times and it's like, we're going to push each other. Yeah. We're going to be accountability buddies of, okay, I know what she needs to do. I know what I need to do. We'll keep each other accountable. 
And sometimes it's hard to hear the truth. I'm like, okay, no, mm-hmm. get off your ass and, and do that. Even though yeah. we want, we don't feel like it sometimes. Because let's just face it, sometimes you just don't feel like it. You want to put yeah. your feet up, watch Netflix, do whatever you want to do. But you have to list the next day, get up, pat yourself on the back, dust yourself off, you had a little break, get moving again. Dust yourself off and try again. again. You can dust it off and try again, try again. And at first you don't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to start a singing group. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think we could. I think that was pretty I think good. I like I think we can totally harmonize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's little things like that that it's like, you know what? You can take your pity party as long, just to be honest, sometimes it's like if oh. it's you and a friend and you're both venting or if you want to have your solo pity party. It does feel damn good, but next day you got to get up and you got to keep moving. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, because that's when people go home. Yeah, go home and be your be your big fish in a small sea, yeah. and that works for a lot of people, and that's yeah. wonderful. But if you want to keep achieving your goals, you just got to keep fighting when it gets hard. Yeah, a pity party's only a day, guys. Absolutely, and when mm-hmm. you get there, you only have to work ten times harder. Like yeah. I know when I when I achieve what I want, which it's so elevated at this point, I don't even know if it's achievable. I know that. We have to work 20 times harder at that point yeah. because then you have higher competition, more stress. You think we're stressed now. Oh, my God. But but we'll, but now we know how to handle this stuff. Take your shoes off and walk barefoot with, with Zephyr. You know, yeah. just little <laughs> things like that. She's a beautiful dog, by the way. Yes, Zephyr. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, she's scared. Not on Mrs. Brightside. I think it was on uh, my horror podcast. She went scared. <laughs> Did she howl? No, she just, like, woke up and sneezed really loud. And oh. it was, like, during a very quiet moment. I'm like... Perfect. Yes, yeah, so she adorable. wants some attention. She's a beautiful dog. Yeah. <laughs> Wish you could all see her. Yes, <laughs> I know. I post a lot of pictures, so if you follow oh, me good. on social media, like, wonderful, you see the pretty baby. So sweet. And I met the and, and the cat today too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a cat person, but yeah. Lucretia's cat is cute. Yeah, Banky's <laughs> just cute. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So yeah, I think that just the gist of it is just keep going because yeah. to the, today's stresses in 2018 are very very difficult. And I think, and I almost feel bad for kids growing up now because of the social media. But if it, I think good parenting, you know, you, you, you filter these kids. Um, I, I had my makeup done the other day for a show and the makeup artist was showing me her daughter's Instagram where they mm. were crushing up smarty candies <sighs> and snorting them like their <laughs> parents do. That shit. And it's like, oh, this is all over social media on top of the sexuality that they're having at 15 and showing it on social media. And it's like, oh. Uh, I was so sheltered as a kid when it came to that kind of stuff. Oh, must have been nice. Like, because I remember we were at CeCe's Pizza and like, I just literally, because I was usually the one, I would come up with something stupid and dare my brother to do it. Love it. And like, we had him snort. The Parmesan cheese line, uh, the red pepper line, and the flat. Like, we the just red pepper, that's, that's, that's impressive. Oh, my God. It was horrible. <laughs> he was like, this is sucks oh so bad. Oh, my gosh. So funny. <laughs> well, with that kind of stuff, is okay. But they're doing it, like, for serious... Looking like their parents doing cocaine. Oh, well. Like, that's... But yours was fun, you know? Yeah, it was meant to be funny. Oh, and, I, I But ate, then we did cocaine when we were teenagers, too. There like, you go. Like, yeah. I, I ate dirt with Oreos. I, I mean, I was, I was always the dirt devil of the yeah. neighborhood. Oh, sure, oh yeah. I, I would eat, eat bugs. Like, I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. You pay me. I'll do it. And rubber cement is really delicious. Oh. If you get it at the right temperature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cement. Yeah. We, me and my brother went and played in the cement plant. Oh. Like, because oh, it was it. next door. It's like, it's like, that could have been so dangerous. Can you imagine it falling in the vat? Yeah. Like, oh we wouldn't God. get near the vat, but we were, like, walking around. Right. Like, He's completely like, so decapitate you or something. Oh, yeah. my God. That's hilarious. This is why she's very dark. Yeah. 
<laughs> dark and mysterious. Yeah, probably the worst thing I did was swallow a live minnow. Like, but before it was a thing at Redneck Heaven. In yeah, shots. but now it's like yeah, five it's, star. Yeah, you know. now people love doing that. It's it's yeah. really gross going down. Absolutely, it's probably <laughs> some beauty treatment. Don't they put leeches on their yeah. skin to like <laughs> yeah. beautify? Well, the great thing about Lucretia is she's total badass. But yet, I'm looking at her Hobby Lobby wreath, <laughs> and, and she's got owls and fake fake flowers, and I'm like, she's just so cool and tomboy and then she goes to Hobby Lobby and make wreaths. Uh, Hobby Lobby is my favorite store. And like, that place gives me hives because yeah. I don't want to do arts and crafts. Yeah, I'm making, I'm, I, this has been a project that I bought stuff for and just haven't got around to it, as you say. Like, I love it, but it's yeah, cathartic it's my and it twin makes you feel better. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I remember paying a girl in high school, we had a home act and we had a crochet a pillow. Uh, the captain of the dance team and the homecoming queen does not crochet a pillow. So I hired a Mennonite girl <laughs> to crochet my pillow for me. Oh, people didn't like that. So I got a D. I oh. got an F. I got a failure. I had to do it over again. Well, well see, I hired someone else. When I took home back in middle school, my I did all the cooking fine. I liked cooking. Yeah. But um, my, the sewing, I sucked at. Oh, and horrible. So my friend JW, who had a crush on me, he did all my sewing work. <laughs> Is JW gay? Uh, No. He just, um, I think his mom it. was a pothead, so he oh, learned to sew. Really good. <laughs> Did you have to make a mop doll? That thing scared no. me. Okay, good. Like, it was just like a, a semester class, like, for that, so we didn't have okay. to do too much. Yeah, like, we had a little semester, yeah. too, and then I, I really preferred wood, wood shop to that one, for sure. I know. <laughs> I always wanted to take shop, but it would always conflict. Like, for whatever reason, you couldn't be in the advanced classes oh. and take stuff like shop, because they would always conflict. It's like, but I want to do the man it's classes. It's so and fun. Smart, yeah. And then the buffer, you can, like, hold the yeah. buffer, and then it hits people in the Head, it's wonderful. And they, they have outlets we can like swing them on people and, and hurt them. But that's not yeah. a good. That's not a good Mrs. Brightside thing. But that's fun. Yeah, though. It is fun. <laughs> All good humor. It's <laughs> <getting> fun. <laughs> so, but yeah, we just. I think the whole thing is just keep going. And when you fall on hard times, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better because there is no other option. You have to. Yeah. You have to just turn that mindset around and know that you're and, and be confident. Even if you're not. I remember, like for example, yeah. back to the NFL having no dance training and going in with like thousands of girls, I told myself, you're Janet Jackson. Yeah. You are not Ann McDaniels from a tiny town in Wisconsin who absolutely sucks at dancing, but like watches videos. And I used to watch, I love that flash dance movie from the eighties. I used oh, to watch yeah. that. And I had that whole thing memorized, but I taught myself and I made myself into somebody I'm, I wasn't. I, everyone else was wearing purple and gold. I went and bought myself with all my bartending money from college a red and silver sparkling outfit that was totally the opposite of the purple and gold. Huh. And I remember the coach saying, I didn't want you on this team because you screamed trouble. Well, in, in some ways I did break some rules, <laughs> but I was respectful of, of the rules. So, no, but it, it, you just got to sometimes fake it to you, make it to the point of being, um, you know, true with yourself. Don't yeah. fake it to the point of you're not, you're losing yourself and bringing in someone else's identity. But... Well, yeah, and that's what we say, is the only thing you can do is keep going, or else you become one of the people in the streets here. Absolutely. I mean, and that's why we probably live in the homeless capital of the oh, United States, because so many people just get here, and they just quit trying. Absolutely, and absolutely, and I, I work with the homeless a lot, mm -hmm. and it's very interesting to talk to these people. I mean, they're writers, directors, yeah. actors, I mean, there's just insanely intelligent people on the streets, but you're right, sometimes they just couldn't handle it, and let's just say you're... Picking up a sport, for example, speaking of sports, and you pick up tennis, and you're really good at tennis for a while, but then I'll, you know, I'll, you hit a plateau. Are you going to quit tennis, or are you going to see, oh, the, the people that quit, like, oh, they throw the racket down and go to another sport, or do the people that keep winning, oh, I'm not doing well at this. Let me get a different racket. Let me get a different coach. Let me look up some YouTube videos, how to get better. You keep pushing for something else, and then you hit that plateau, 
and then you go get someone better than you, then are you going to quit? You're not going to quit. You're just going to seek another area. So I just think it's important to just not give up unless you absolutely hate it and it's yeah. bringing you down. Yeah. To me, it's like, this is not to tell people like not everything is for everybody you should do something that you love and something that you're good at. And right. in you, you know, you may not be the best at it, like Tom Brady or Michael Jordan or sure. anything. But you could get that way. And there's but plenty you, of NFL players yeah. out there. And that's the thing is you have to learn that, though. It's like you have to learn to discern what should I give up because it's not really serving me. Absolutely. And what should I get, what should I work harder at because it will serve me down the line. Absolutely. And I know a lot of people, too, that are doing very well. They're yeah. very successful. But they're doing the job their parents wanted them to do whether it be a lawyer or doctor or just something, or even people in this business that really don't want to be in the entertainment business, but maybe their parents force them to do so. And after a while, you become inauthentic and very unhappy. So I think at the end of the day, even when that's hard, go after your own dream and, and not yeah. please other, everybody else. Because at the end of the day, you have to look in the mirror at yourself. You have to go to bed and wake up with yourself in the morning. And you have to be happy. We only get one life. There's so. only one life to oh. live. Oh, I don't know that song. It was the a little bit from the th- uh, theme song on One Life to Live a long time ago. Oh, oh no wonder. Appreciate like, loves her soaps. I, I still watch my stories every day in General I Hospital. I love it. I'm more young than the restless driven. Yeah. yeah. I, I watched that for a little while when Steve Burton had gone over there. But, oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Love your soaps. <laughs> like oh victor newman oh and he doesn't age he i know just doesn't age he's, and he's such a funny guy like that's one of the cooler things i got to do was uh, oh, was do you meet him your, yeah oh that's really great oh, yeah. peter peter no uh, uh peter bergman's jack but um it's crap eric brayden eric brayden uh, yes victor. yeah but he's so victor yeah i know he's just he is very much a character like a person in, too so like it's interesting like he's just a funny that. old man like so and totally so goes sharp. against the smoothness, yeah. Mr. Big type of mentality. Oh, yeah. Wow. I love that. Very cool. And that's another thing on the yeah. right side of things. The relationships in, in yeah. business or life. If it's not serving you and if it's another take-take-take relationship, get out. There's yeah. too much, co- there's just much too much codependency that seems to exist. Especially in a business like location yeah. in my own because it is easy to have a partner, you know, to like Misery Loves Company. But no, if they're bringing you down... Get rid of it and, and, and cut your losses and move on and, and you know. Uh, yeah, right. anybody who follows me has noticed lately I have quit working with certain people, but it was because it's like I can't continue to carry you anymore. Like, Absolutely. you know, it's like I'm having to carry myself. Uh, like sure. And, and, too, it's just like some of these people, not necessarily bad people. That's why you don't, you know, you don't cut them out completely. Right. But You're it there is for them if, you, if they need you. Yeah, but it is one of those things that you can't do the work for them, yep. especially if you're having to work twice as hard yourself Absolutely. to keep your place. I mean, you know. I mean, we get on a plane, you put on your life jet, you put no. on your oxygen mask before you put on someone else's. Yeah. You have to be better for yourself. And not that we're selfish, but like she's saying, she, when someone, you know, takes all yeah. your energy and not helping you, it's like, oh my gosh, and then you're not getting better for them anyway. So. Yeah, and that's the thing is like in two, you you almost sort of realize that you're maybe enabling them to continue Absolutely. this behavior, and if you step back, that maybe you know you hope that these people maybe realize that sure. and like you know grow up and change. I mean, I know I guess I'm a little naive and uh, optimistic. I mean, as you're Mrs. Bright said, kind person, yeah. You're yeah, kind person at the end of the day, and you still will always be. Yeah, but and, I mean, I've had people come up to me like, "Do you, do you have any jobs for me?" What? Do I just say McDaniel's agent? I mean, again, I'm happy to help you. Yeah. Do you have any jobs? Send me jobs. Okay. 
you know, happy yeah. to do it. But again, it's the it's the life vest and the oxygen mask. Yeah. So, but you can still be positive and again be for, there for that person when they needs you when they need you, but not overly give because then it takes everything. Well, because too, it, going back to like you know what became our premise of this episode of losing, and it's just like we're like robbing them of the loss. Yes. And that's what, what I had to think of it or like, you know, too, you're enabling people. It's like, what do you do when you're always around them? Well, we drink and we smoke weed and sure. you know, we do this. And it's like, is that really serving us? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. And you're right. If yeah. they don't hit a rock bottom then they're not going to get stronger. Yeah. So we're, we're almost like hurting them in a way because it is enabling. Yeah. That's a great point. I forget about that. Yeah, because that's the thing is, like, if they don't have to go through those struggles, then they'll never learn. And and I do always tend to hope that everything for people is a learning experience. Absolutely. But I think that you and I are kind of strong people, and I I speak for a lot of people with that, but some of these hardships to some people, it will literally crush them. And they almost never had a hardship in their life, so when it does happen, they shrivel up, move home, and they can't handle it. So I think that's a whole lesson in itself is just... It's, it sucks. I'm sorry. Sometimes life is hard, but you can, yeah. but you're, you're, you're a wonderful person. Like what are the odds that you were even made? It's, it's a blessing to even have a life and, and we have the opportunities we have. So own it. Yeah. It's like, you know, you were once one little sperm out of a Absolutely. million surviving and getting to the egg guys. Like, yep. so we are miracles. We are. Yep. I think you're a miracle. Lucretia. <laughs> you Dallas Cowboy girl, you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, and, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that helps me in my life. Like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, CBD, which... Um, yeah, yeah, CBD oil. My doctor keeps prescribing it to me. Yeah, like, and, and too, what's great is now it is uh, legal in the U.S. to right. um, purchase anywhere online. Like, uh, the HH Hemp Company is amazing. Like, I got this magic soothing balm that I uh, rub on my calves and everything and it smells so good yeah oh, just smell it thank and you, you. Just try some I'm like I've got it right here but yeah oh, it smells like Vicks Vapor Rub which I love yeah I know I'm like I, I love to eat it yeah it smells like Vicolatum oh it yeah. smells amazing I know it's like just will open up my sinuses sure. like and it's good to like rub on you know your muscles and things like That's that great but yeah but do you take the CBD oil because my doctor keeps prescribing it I, I just won't I for me personally, just coming from an addict, I don't yeah. want to. Well, uh, CBD has no psychoactive properties. It, yeah, so like it, you know, does not get you high. Like it, but it it is like Calming. healing. Yeah, and there, there's so many different like things that I've heard people use it for. Um, okay. Because yeah, I use the tincture from HH Hemp Company and sure. put it in my coffee in the morning. Like, oh wow. Yeah, I put that in coconut oil and. Oh, so you do the bulletproof thing. With yeah, the butter I do the and, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, butter, coconut oil, and then Crazy. a little like a little bit of the CBD, and it just you know, it just makes me. It just works wonders. I'm like, wow, you know, that's and, great. You know, as I say, it does different well, things. they're allowing it in some elementary schools now for yeah. kids that are autistic or what have you, or really hyper. That's what my doctor said. You're extremely ADHD. I'd rather put you on CBD oil. Yeah. But I actually, I take two sleeping pills at night from the 99 cent store. Yeah. But maybe that would probably be more harmful than the CBD oil. Yeah, that 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 is. I mean, it like is, the, it's addictive. I have yeah. to have it. I mean, my dog, when she has, you know, seizures, I've given her CBD oil because it's safe for pets and things yes. like that. Um, Atrix Hemp Company, I don't think, has any pet products yet. But they, yeah. Well, they were doing that all over for, yeah. the, for the 4th of July for yeah. the fireworks in L.A. where they were giving CBD oil to pets. Yeah, helps calm them down. Like, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, as I say, so many, you know, you know, wonderful properties with uh, this. And with HH Hemp Company, you can actually go to hemp.com slash uh, 
bright side and oh. then you'll get 20% off and free shipping and be sure to enter that promo code bright side when you're at your checkout excellent it's a really cute um packaging just very yeah. simple yeah very simple and that's what I say to people I'm like because a lot of people are like oh it's hemp it's wheat and I'm like no hemp is actually different and then CBD comes from the hemp side and then uh, you know it, it's you know, it doesn't get you high, people. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, you know, amazing. maybe no we don't need hands. to do that all the time. Sure. But it's got a lot of ingredients besides that, like grapes, yeah. oil, beeswax, cocoa butter, yeah. all wonderful, and menthol. Wonderful yeah. things for your skin, too. Yeah, very good. I'm like, That's I mean, say I love putting it on my, my calves. Like, yeah. Oh. I love it. Even, like, a lip balm. I, think, I would think that'd be great. Oh, yeah. I have some lip balm, but it's a, a different brand. I'll give you okay. some. Yeah. For, yeah. it's a, is it from the same company? Um, no, it's a, it's a different company. I'm trying to think of who it was. But, yeah, I'm like, I have some chapsticks. Like, yeah. that I'm like, that's a good idea. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Great product. No, it's, it's a good lesson. And my doctor is also an MMA fighter. And I drink coffee all day to yeah. stay calm, which is very weird. And he's, I, I asked him, I'm like, is that, am I just off my rocker? He said, no. No, that, that's Caffeine very normal, yeah. for people that are yeah. hyper are, is actually a, would be barbiturate, yeah. just a calming agent. But he keeps, the last time I went in for a checkup, he goes, I really, because he, I, I box and he MMA fights. He said, I take it every night and it helps me sleep. So, yeah. So when you consider, we came in Mrs. Brightside, now I'm thinking I'm going to take CBD oil. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, feel free to use my promo code there. Love that. But yeah, like, and too, I just really stand by, you know, using holistic, more methods Absolutely. for people. Just because it's like, we don't need to take a pill for everything. That's why Mrs. Brightside is here. It's like, yes. so you don't have to take a pill to lift you up, guys. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And get on, and just watch something funny. Yeah. It, it, just something that makes you happy. And just sometimes, if you're talking badly to you, I, I read this podcast where you talk, if you're talking about yourself, use a cartoon voice. Like, oh, you yeah. really suck today. You, you really did, you did, you did a horrible edition. Oh, you really suck today. Like, like yeah. put it in a, a character voice. Just make fun of yourself. It's like, Eerie. oh, come on. I'm going to do my SpongeBob hey. voice. Oh, you're feeling sorry for yourself today. And then it's like, it makes you feel like, okay, get over it. You know, woe is me. Then I usually listen to heavy metal and I yeah. feel better. But, and, and that's another thing that... I know, Marilyn Manson makes love. me feel better Oh, too. I listen to beautiful people on the I way know. here, which is probably not a good idea because I was already in a bad mood on the 405 because they weren't moving fast enough. But I love beautiful people. Yeah. And they, I, and KLOS did the breakdown of the instrumentals. Oh, yeah. It's genius. Well, yeah, because um, that album, Antichrist Superstar, is definitely yes. Manson's best. And Trent Reznor produced it, of course. So that's right. why a lot of it was so good. I always remember the cover yeah. of that, which is so oh, yeah. sacrilege. I mean, I came from Russian Orthodox background, yeah. and you came from Catholic. No. Okay, uh, like, but... but that, pretty but, non-denominational But that would Christian, go against any... My grandparents, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it was just like a controversial, yeah. kind of sexy cover in Well, like, way. my dad was a Satanist, like, in the mm. Anton LaVey sense, so, like, we were very much encouraged to listen to Marilyn Manson. I remember I had to go change at school, because I wore a Marilyn Manson shirt in third grade, and they were like... Wow! Because your dad was a DJ. So yeah. Was that his um, sort of shtick? Was the, was the metal... Uh, he, like, the funny thing is, is where we grew up, he was a classic rock guy. He was a classic rock DJ for the most oh, part, but sometimes loved. he would have to work for country stations. Okay. Yeah. Which went against his, uh, yeah, like, so Leonard Skinner Freebird is yeah. my theme song. Oh my God, like, I love that song. solo, but, yeah. like, what it stands for. Like, so whenever I'm thinking, like, I probably should be in a relationship, but I really don't want to be in a relationship. And then, I swear to God, mm-hmm. KLOS knows me, and they, that song comes mm-hmm. on, although they do play it every five songs, but it just <laughs> is who I am. I am a free bird. I love to be single and free. And that song, and then that guitar solo, I mean, it's not long enough. It needs to be 20 minutes. And that whole, yeah. But, yeah. But what's your, other classic rock, who's your favorite? Oh, well, let's see. Like, I'm a big fan of Rush, The Who, sure. like, like those Queen. Yeah. 
Yeah, CCR is all right. Um, it's funny, Guns N' Roses, because uh, Sweet Child of Mine came out when I was born, basically. Oh, I so that song that. was dedicated to me on the radio. Like so that. Yeah. I'm surprised you weren't named Axel. I know. I'm like, you named me after Lucretia Borgia <laughs> Look, instead. Same thing. She's a yeah. murderer. Yeah. Lucretia. I, it's yeah. always funny. I have to preface. Oh, my friend Lucretia. Um, the white one. The white one. <laughs> <laughs> after Lucretia Borgia, the murderer. It's the yeah. best story ever. And then Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like, that's such a, like a sweet song. Like, and I, you know, I love November Rain, of course. Yeah. Like, and then. She, I love like the Vietnam era. Yeah. I love like CCR, like Run to the Jungle, all that stuff. See, I love Alice Cooper. Um, oh. Because he's, he's, he's coming to concert in September, I, I believe. Oh, he's coming. It'll be, actually, it's Monday, next Monday at the Greek. Oh my God. I want to go. I just punched Lucretia. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like oh. hold her hand away. I've seen Alice Cooper so many times and he's such a nice guy. Like, cause my, he, my dad like worships so wow. we saw him like a bunch of times Milwaukee and like I remember Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie both opened for him at different concerts like you know I've seen them a few times like I'm like I love that garbage I'm sorry people and it's Super good. Beast I love Super oh, Beast yeah. Hey, yeah I'm the one hey, yeah I'm the Super Beast, beast. <laughs> and I love Feed My Frankenstein oh my god Cooper. yeah uh, I ain't evil I'm just good looking Sad <laughs> We're not your typical girls. No, and, and it's funny. Be my Frankenstein, like you know, was in Wayne's World. Like, yes, we're not. Oh, I know it's so we're good. Not. Oh, that's such a great movie. Yeah, and we, and we were referencing Beavis and Butthead earlier, yeah. I believe. Yes, very good. Yeah, we're not your standard run-of-the-mill drama no. girls. Oh, yeah, because I was like, we bought it over Pantera, because oh. when um, Vinny died, I was we were both, like, very upset. Because, again, yes. they were my hometown boys. You know, that Stanley Cup, that dent, that was Vinny, threw it off the roof she at Pete Carpenter's that. house. Yes, and yeah. she taught me that I, for some reason, thought they were from Germany. Because I love, like, like scorpions yeah. and all these other, that are, from, that are German, like yeah. Bronstein, of course. And I didn't know they were from Texas, and then she, yep, she said the Dallas Stars, which yeah. used to be the Minnesota North Stars, let's call it a fact. If they did, uh, but they, we won the Stanley you, Cup in Dallas. You won the Stanley <laughs> Cup, exactly. Well, Minnesota Wilds coming up there, and then, and then the Kings, the uh, Black, I hate I'm the a Blackhawks. I'm sorry, I, I love Blackhawks. But like that song, I had to listen yeah. to it right away. It was amazing. Yeah, it was like they did the Dallas Stars theme for years, and like they would hang out with the guys and oh, like, yeah, as I say, I love it. Yeah, and when Dimebag, yeah, when Dimebag died in high school, like I, like me and two, this other guy, we were friends, and like we were like inconsolable. We're like, what the hell? Did you ever meet them? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I bet your dad was a big lover of that too. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the thing. Is like, because uh, I went to, I actually got to see Pantera a couple times. Like, you know, I was like ten and eleven, but it was like ten whatever. and eleven seeing Pantera. Yeah, I I'm know. wearing a third grade T shirt. And, yeah, and, and, and your brother started yeah. Crush Pepper. <laughs> exactly. I was like, we, we, there was no surprise that we did drugs when we were teenagers. There's a reason <laughs> like, she's named after a murderer, Lucretia yeah. Borgia, Lucretia Lyon, folks. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember like. This was, we had seen the Beach Boys and then, um, like, so Country Axe. Yeah, and Country Axe, like, Neil McCoy, because he lived in yeah. my hometown. Oh, Neil McCoy's cool. But our first concert was technically Spice Girls, but my little brother will lie and say it was, uh, Black Sabbath Pantera oh, at I Reunion Arenas, it. the big Black Sabbath reunion. Like, well, Spice Girls did kill it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Will, Spice will, Girls were awesome. Yes. What did but, you wear? Do you remember what you wore at that concert? Uh, or did you wear your Marilyn Manson t-shirt? <laughs> to the, um, the Spice Pantera, Girls? Like, to Spice Girls, I probably wore a Spice Girls t-shirt. Yes. Because I listened to Spice Girls at the same time as all of That's this. That's the thing. Like, but it's good to be well-rounded. Yeah. Like, I literally listen to classical music because no. I'm, ra- I'm raised classical yeah. music trained. And I listen to that. I go from, like, Chopin to, like, 
you know, Rage Against the Machine in two yeah. seconds, which I love, which I love as oh, well. Yeah. Like, I listen to Taylor Swift. I love Taylor. I'm like, I'm a Swifty. There you go. <laughs> I'm a little not there, but I respect her. I respect yeah. her. But I listen, do you ever like some hardcore gangster rap? Like, hardcore? Like, I, if I listen to rap, it's definitely 80s or 80s, early 90s. 90s. Or like, like, I don't. mainstream. Yeah, like, okay. new rap is just not good to me. No, but yeah. the old, like, the 90s stuff is wonderful. Yeah, like, you know. Like, Nate Dogg and. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, Snoop Dogg's always classic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it Soup Lion or is it still back, is it back to Snoop back Dogg? It's back to Snoop Dogg. Okay, okay. I shot at his complex. Have you ever been there? No. Oh, it's the so one impressive. that's way out in like Diamond Bar. It's yes, yeah, it's, it's right like, by yeah, the airport. Like, yeah. And then there's a whole like kennel full of like Dobermans in the back. It's so sexy. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I just like him. I respect him as a yeah. business guy. Yeah, he's such a good artist. And I love that he and Martha Stewart do that show together. Because oh. as I say, like Martha Stewart's obviously my hero with totally. all the shit I do at my head. Like, but they, but you never put the two together. Yeah. I mean, you have a wonderful banter. Yeah, because I think it was Tom Arnold who told me. I made a joke about like I'm like Martha Stewart, but I say pussy and smoke weed. And he goes, just so you know, sweetheart, she does too. Oh, I, oh, I see. <laughs> like, and then there's a reason she went to jail and came out of it. Yeah, and people had more respect. That was yeah. impressive. Yeah, it was. And because too, I mean. I'll be honest I'm like insider trading to me certainly like in that aspect it's like that's not a crime people it isn't if anybody would do it and it only and to be honest it's like she sold her stock absolutely with a good tip it's like yeah but she took her I'm so proud of people who take their licks and they do absolutely versus putting their time in for a day and then yeah their their publicist gets them out of it yeah she she really did and they they loved her in the jail for it yeah very cool very classy in fact I did a I did a, a red carpet interview session for Orange is the New Black and they it was it was the coolest thing they brought in a bunch of bust in inmates to the show to the red carpet and I've never in my life seen evening gowns with ankle tickers (laughs) so like I'm like you know my eyes would be drawn to something on the ankle and this woman's like wearing an elegant purple evening dress with sparkles and her ankle's ticking. I'm like, oh, is that some new bling? Oh, no, honey, that's my ankle price. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Anyway, love that. That that's was a really hilarious. cool interview. So I know. I'm like, what was your first concert? I was like, going back oh, to that. Was mine like, was, oh, mine yeah. was live. Cool. Um, okay. you know, they were kind of like grunge rock. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah. 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 But but then again, before that, it was all classical concerts for my family. Like, we went to a lot of Nutcracker. And, <sighs> and that was, you know, that was very fancy. But, no, the live, like, I was without my parents. I was with my friends. And that was like. You know, you feel cool. You feel yeah. cool at your first concert. I was like, I guess my parents just took me, took me. To oh concerts. yeah, like I, re- that's just. Like, I remember, like my mom was not as into concerts because she doesn't really like people. Like, um, but like I remember we were a little older, maybe in middle school, and she took us to the Bronco Bowl. Um, Fun to see Sugar Ray and Uncle Cracker, oh, and like there yeah. was some guy that was like, "You're a cool mom." <laughs> like, it like, is. That's like so that's much. like eighties, nineties yeah. pop. Yeah, it was like, Shirley that was a little Leonard. more poppy. But he was, was hot. And Shirley then she Leonard. goes, if you think I'm cool, their dad took him to Marilyn Manson last week. I <laughs> love it. That's so cool. Yeah, I want to go to one of those concerts. We ha- we should go to Alice Cooper. I know. Alice Cooper, the Greek. Because I've been wanting to, I've never been to the Greek. And yes. I've always wanted to go. And I'm like, right. uh, so I'm trying to think who's performing with him. I think it's Deep Purple, or was it? Uh, oh, I love Deep yeah, Purple. I okay, that would make yeah. sense. Because that's that same era, 70s. Yeah. Smoke on the Water. Yeah. We know our music though. Yeah. It's pretty good. I know. I'm like I usually wind up talking about music or or go down some more in the rabbit hole on here. But don't you? Yeah. But on the side of Mr. Bright side of things, don't you think music can change 
everything. Well, immediately when we're talking about this, I'm already elevated. And that's yes. why I say it's such a big part of your life. Because, yeah, and two, it's like these people are, a lot of them are still around. Unfortunately, Absolutely. you know, Freddie Mercury is pets and a lot of other people like right. David Bowie. But, like, we still get to listen to that every, and, like, I still listen to Pantera or any of this, like, any day. And I'm like, but even that beat, yeah. it gets in your heart or going to yeah. a live event. I mean, it's like a high. Yeah. Like, I remember going to uh, Smashing Dragons. Is it Smashing Dragons? Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, no, but Imagine Dragons. Imagine, Imagine Dragons. Dragons yeah. Smashing Pumpkins, Imagine Dragons. And I wouldn't have gone to that concert anyway, but I got in for free, and they did this drum and percussion sort of showcase for about 45 minutes at the end, and I literally cried. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so powerful. It was like a, because, and all these, per- I love percussion anyway, but instruments I had never seen in my life, and it was just, it uplifted the building, but it, you can't be in a bad mood when you listen to, or if you're going to that next no. path, and you want to be angry for, like, a character role, and you'll listen to Rage Against the Machine and think about, like, bad things in your life, but that, again, that will elevate your mood, either negative or positive, and just listen to, and listen to something dumb, just to make you smile. Yeah, like, uh, Nine Inch Nails was always my favorite band Love. growing up, um, and then that's actually the first time I ever came to L.A. I was 20 years old. Trent says he wasn't going to tour anymore, so I then he was only going to L.A., Chicago, and New York. So I get tickets to the last L.A. show, wow. sell my other ticket for the to a Russian girl at the concert. Sorry, Trent. Uh, uh, <laughs> not at face value. But she offered to pay me $200, which is what I paid for the plane ticket, so it was wow. like good. But yeah, it was like... Put on my big girl pants and flew. I'd never flown before or I anything. I love that. And it was at the Hollywood Palladium. Oh Look. my gosh, you went by yourself yeah. too. Uh, well, my half brother wound up showing up out here anyway, but I was like, not going to give him a ticket. But like, that's, I was a, like, big, that's a, a lot of margins yeah. of error there. And you're oh, at an yeah. NIN concert, which could be really. That was, so they did their whole closer album, everything like that. Oh, they played the entire Downward Spiral, the whole album. It was so special. Oh. And it's like, even though that music sometimes is depressing, it's like, I think about that time, and, and what I usually think of is how far I've come. Yes. Like, and then it's like, oh, wow, well, I remember being, like, so dark and depressed. But then yes. Trent's not like that anymore. That's why he sort of does, like, different things in movie sure, soundtracks. So sure. it's, like, really cool to see how far we've both come in like this sort yes. of release you know you have this relationship with this artist that you don't know like they don't know you but it's like oh wow you see what where far we've come and because little did I know I was going to move to LA five years sure, later I sure. mean or whatever and you may not have done that had yeah. you not taken the risk to do that yeah and I love what she said and Steve Harvey said the other day on on a on a commercial showcase for his for his show success is not where you are but where you've where you've come from yeah. And like like she said, she was in a depressed state. She came up to Nine Inch Nails on a, maybe a whim, yeah. perhaps, and you wouldn't have even LA wouldn't have even been in your thought process. Yeah. And look at how to me you're killing it. You're doing very well. But again, we have you know our own bars of yeah. success. But maybe you just need a friend today to be your Mrs. Brightside yeah. and save it. You know, and we'll be I'll be accountability for, for the goals that you are going to have, and yeah. we, and we help each other set up with the contacts. It's just good to have a good solid group of friends in LA. Yeah. And anywhere, but for some reason, LA just seems to filter out. It's harder yeah. to filter, <laughs> yeah, just because everyone's. You know, we come out here for we're we're all a bit narcissistic. Yeah. Let's face it, we're you know here for our jobs, and most people that come to film and television anyway have something in their past that makes them want to get attention or not yeah. get attention, whatever it is. So we already come with a little bit of baggage in that way. <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, I always joke, it's like I know someone's not going to make it in comedy when they have a good relationship with their dad. <laughs> like, oh, totally. It's like, it, it, you know, and I say that jokingly, but it is, like, in two, like, that's just, like, one thing you could have, but you've got to have something. Sure. Because, too, especially in, in comedy, I have found, like, because I don't like attention. But I have, like, I want to make a living making people laugh. Like, sure. and that's more of what it's about. It's, it's like, because I actually prefer people to just leave me the, like, I live alone. I'm like, I like being left alone for me the most too. part. 
But it is one of those things. It's like, but you sort of have to have the attention, and you have to understand that's part of the job. Like, and it's giving because it's making people happy, making yeah. people laugh. You could you could say one joke, and that person could be turned around, and that feeds yeah. you. Because it's like, yeah, as you say, we're all obviously narcissistic, but that's why I only got a fourteen on the scale, like Adam Carolla, and not sure. a twenty-five, like my little brother. Like, oh, uh, I didn't even know that there was. One. I'm gonna take. Oh that yeah, case. yeah. I'll have you take the doctor. I love. I'm a little test. afraid. It's fun. Everybody likes it. Like, okay. Oh, I would definitely want to. Because you certainly learn a lot about yourself, and it is one of those things. It's like, yeah, and because I know it's the the deep to me. The difference in those ten points is often not knowing it's not about you, like. Because, yeah, last night I went to the opening of Waitress at the Pantages, sure. which I was really excited about. And I'm a dipshit, so I wear, like, a waitress uniform. Cute, I, I cosplayed. I cosplayed. It was so funny. Did anybody else? No. Like, but people were taking pictures with me. It's and my adorable. friend was laughing. She goes, God, people just, they were like, hey, can we take a picture with you? And but I'm you like, yourself, really? I wasn't even in it. You were <laughs> yourself authentic and, and you're self-aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the most important thing is like, yes, you're a 14, but you're very self-aware that yeah. maybe you go into a situation and you, you, you can read people very well. Yeah. And, and Gary Vaynerchuk, who I listen to all the time, yeah. he's your Adam Carolla, is being self-aware will yeah. get you further in life than anything else. Yeah, because that was me. I hate taking pictures, but you know what? This it, it, People like, this is adorable. I'm like, yes. okay, yeah. Like, and it made you feel better. You made you had yeah. a better time and so did yeah. everybody else for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, no, it's, it's important. And it's important to... Be goofy sometimes and yeah. don't have to be, you don't have to be perfect. Look at what that did yeah. and how creative and fun. I know. That was a way I could get away with wearing tennis shoes to the theater. Oh, I guess. How did that work out for you too? Yeah, because at that place, even though they're cussing the Starbucks and their heels and that whole. Like, it, it, the, what's interesting about the Hollywood Pantages is I've never seen a bigger gap in wardrobe. Like, because oh, it's funny, because yeah. you see some people, like, hell, I, a friend of mine. Like, they thought she was a prostitute at the frolic yeah. room because of the way she was dressed. Like, not this, when she went to see the bodyguard, her another, and I was like, you guys kind of look like that. And like, wow. And then, but then you'll see, like, people are pretty casual, too. Sure. And then there's people that are super dressed but up. But you can tell like, the people from Idaho or, like, a uh, mile away. Like, there was, there was someone behind me in Walgreens the other day. She had a haircut. You've seen this before. Yeah. Dyed black hair. One side's up here shaved, and the other one is kind of that, it's like that Midwestern. I go, huh. are you guys from Minnesota? Yeah, how did you know? It's always like that, that scrunchie yeah. in Sex and City where no one in New York would wear a scrunchie. It's just interesting. Yeah, but they were themselves. Anyway, That's I digress. Cute. Yeah. I but, know. you know, being positive. Yeah. We got it. You just, everyone, everyone, everyone has it. You just got, sometimes it's harder than other times, but you just got to force it. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, we had totally intended on talking about me too, but I feel like the bright side of losing was so much better. Do Absolutely. you have any final thoughts I, you know, on I the think, bright side I think with this Me Too movement, yeah. since we were, that was our initial, yeah. is as women, we, we have yeah. never been more powerful. You know, and it's like, I almost sometimes feel bad for men. I, I had a friend who is works in business, and he was in the elevator with a woman. He complimented her in her skirt. Mm -hmm. Well, she went straight to Human Resources. They brought him in, and he said, with all due respect, I'm a gay man. I complimented yeah. her on her skirt because I really like the fashion. Yeah. And I've seen, you know, a guy open a door for a girl. And every time I do that, I, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Because I open doors for people. I don't expect yeah. anything. If but someone's I, behind me, I'm going to hold the door oh, open for absolutely. them. Oh, absolutely. I don't care who they are. They don't yeah. acknowledge you. But it's like, yeah. you know what? I held the door open for you. I feel, yeah. good. I feel good about it. So, and as I've seen women be nasty to men who have done that. So I feel bad for men in this day and age. But this whole thing had to happen. Because now we have more power than anything. You see more female producers and just, and it happens in every single business. But regardless of if you're a man or a woman, we have power and we have a power over ourselves to change our, you are only responsible for your own attitude. My dad's a recovering alcoholic. He learned that you are responsible for your own mm -hmm. attitude and you, you can change that around. 
Well, so. that, that's interesting about that app because I feel like AA and a lot of it, because I had a great uh, guest, Rob Coble, a few weeks ago who, you know, ruined his his journalism career with his alcoholism and stuff like that and talked about, in the principles of AA, uh, that's why I love listening to Jack Shepard's Armchair Expert uh, podcast because that's where he comes from as a psychological perspective, is all that is about personal responsibility. Yes. And as Uncle Ben said in Spider-Man, I mean, with great power comes great responsibility. Absolutely. And, and we as women right now we are in the way now in the in the power chair we and, are role models and i really feel like uh, unfortunately with me too that a lot of it's just been against men when i know there are plenty of women who uh should be accused as well and that's why i feel like unreal did such a good job for their last season on hulu um where i mean i, I don't like the ending i won't spoil it for anybody yeah. but i will say that one of the characters reenacts her own trauma with these women is a reality TV show. This show sure. is based on a lot of real stories from behind the actual back. Yeah. But yeah, like it's a fictional show, but yeah, like, and it's one of those things that I was very proud of them for actually sort of making her the, um, the perpetrator because it's like so many people act like men are the only, you know, Harvey Weinstein you know, is a horrible person and he needed to be getting out of, gotten out of power. But like Bill Cosby, a lot of these other things. Sure. But there are plenty of women in this business Absolutely. who make other women victims. Absolutely. And a lot of it is reenacting their own trauma, like in the example in the show. Yeah. But it, it is, un I hope that maybe with this newfound power and people really getting this out, that, that they start to realize it's not a man versus woman thing or a woman, you know, thing or a man thing. It is a people thing, and Absolutely. it's all about power and abusing power, and that, you know, that to me is sort of like, oh, I'm glad. That and not being victimized. Yeah. Try not to be a victim. Yeah, you got to be a survivor. Has, absolutely. Everyone has a different story. I, I have gone through horrible things in my life, yeah. and but I, I'm almost grateful for them, and I know that that's kind of a, maybe I should look at it that way, but I have learned to face certain things. I know my triggers. I know what make, what upsets me, but okay. Why does this upset you? Go back and think and then just use yeah. it and, and help others. But yes, I think a lot of women tend to jump on the bandwagon now yeah. too and victimize themselves. But and I don't blame them because every everyone has a different experience. But we can what with power is is responsibility, just like Lucretia said. Yeah. So well we'll keep going. We'll keep going as as females, as power to females and power to men too. You know, it's a it's a yeah. to everybody movement. Well, and too, it's like I think that in with this movement is great because some of these people victims were men and the, these men sure. are speaking up and, yeah. and I'm glad that they get a voice too. Absolutely. Because that, and as I say, uh, I'm surprised that there hasn't been more females be called out for their behavior because I'm one, I don't want to get into it, but I've been victimized more by women, you know, but I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. I will say women have put me in far greater situations. Because jealousy is ugly. Let's yeah. face it. Jealousy is ugly and women will throw women under the bus all the time. And, and, I choose not to do that, and I know when it's happening to me, and it just you know happened twice last mm -hmm. week, and I'm just like, just do a better job, do a better job, be grateful, and just know in the future. Yeah, that's that's you know we know, and again being self aware, you know what that person's just yeah. judging judging from body language and things like that. Well, and that's the thing is, you know everything does you know yes these people and some of these people like especially with Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein these people couldn't protect themselves right. in that situation and they were speaking up and nobody was listening and to them it's tough but yeah the like there's a lot that we can do to protect ourselves and just be as you say self-aware taking response you know don't get in a car with, yeah. with two men and go to and go to their apartment in a yeah. short skirt again we can as women we can wear whatever we want but looking at a situation is that a smart? Is that a smart thing to do? Yeah. Probably not. There's no way I would do that, even with even with two guy friends. I don't even know if I would do that. Just yeah. 
being street smart. Well, street smart and intelligent at the same time. So, anyway. But power to women. Yeah. And, and too, as I say, I you know, power to men that do the right thing. Absolutely. I mean, anybody that's doing the right thing. And which, there are a lot yeah. of good men out there. Tons yeah. of, billions of good men. And I don't want them to be thrown under the bus because it's yeah. unfair. And certainly not for stupid jokes they made years ago. Right. And when, because that's why I really appreciate Selma Blair speaking up constantly about James Gunn. Because it's sure. like, she's like, he's the one that helped me. When I was in this situation, when I was in a situation when James I voted for him too to go get back on the yeah, well, because I won't see the movie if he's not the director. Sure, because sure. it's not it's not going to be the Guardians franchise. Yeah, and James Gunn took some characters that nobody cared about and made you made that the best Marvel franchise there was. Absolutely, and that's why I mean Disney and too. Disney doesn't need to be getting all up in arms because they're one of the worst companies to work for here. And they have, especially in their ABC division, <laughs> like, <coughs> hostile. <laughs> but, yeah, like, there are so many things that they have covered up over the years. I mean, because like, that I, yeah, that I know about. And, and too, it's not my story to tell, so I'm not here to say It's very it. hypocritical. But, yeah, it is one of those things that it's like, oh, my God, over some jokes. And now that they own 21st Century Fox, it's like, well, are you going to fire Brian Singer? Because he right. wasn't joking. I mean, right. he's, he's a child molester. I mean. But he's powerful. Yeah, so exactly. Like, oh, and, yeah. And, and it's like, yeah. So, I mean, that's, oh, that, that just got way too dark. I'm like, oh, this is Mrs. Brightside. Not, well, like, not Mrs. Soapbox for James Gunn. But, but, you know, it, but, there's, but there's a lot of ugliness yeah. in the world. But we can yeah. do what we can. We can control our environment. We can do everything we can. Even if it's politics. If you hate whomever, yeah, you can do that. And then, if you if you want to get involved with the community, help other people. Don't sit yeah. there and gripe about other people. It's easy to sit down and watch TV and watch a football game, and the quarterback sucks. Yeah, yeah. get out there and work out. You know, yeah. I I don't know. It just it just you have you ha- you can you can control your own environment, and your own attitude. Yeah, and like that's the thing is like we do have the power and so many people need to quit acting like we're victims of our own lives or things like that. It's like, yes, I'm going to continue to speak out about, uh, you know, James Gunn's firing and and then I won't go see the movie if he's not sure. directing it. And that's that's all we can do. Absolutely. And sometimes, again, but this sometimes is a loss that you have to learn from and you have to learn. It's like, well, you know, I'm not going to support these people anymore. And that's that's what you can do. Absolutely. But don't sit around bitching about the world being so terrible nothing. all the time. It's and like, then you think you're on a bitch, and, and then you're a victim yeah. of society. You're a victim of, like, the, yeah. of the world. Yeah. So just do what you can. Make rings yeah. from Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you think it's so funny that I'm like... I think it's just amazing. amazing. <laughs> like, you are the daughter that my mom wishes she had. <laughs> oh, I doubt it. <laughs> No, she does actually. No, well, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, this has been so fun. Yeah, I know. I was I like, we're talking it. about a lot of things. Amazing. Well, and I'm sorry that we meant to start as the NFL cheerleader thing and then and victim of Hollywood, but I think that we. I think it was a better message... topic to be like, a, a, that it made more sense to be about losing because that was sure. what we were talking about and what we were talking because about. Because it all goes together anyway. Someone yeah. lo- loses you know, their position on the NFL because yeah. they didn't follow the rules, whatever. She'll learn from next time. There's exactly. Things, whatever. So. Anyway, well, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Should we end in, in, in an Alice Cooper song or some <laughs> kind of Feed My Frankenstein? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, where can they keep up the Welcome conversation the with you on uh, social media? Oh, thank you. Well, I, I, again, when we were talking yeah. about comfort zones, I'm going to be starting an interview yeah. um, for IGTV or YouTube every, every probably once, mm. once or tw- twice a month or once every week, highlighting someone in the business because of how Lucretia said she's not a narcissist. She likes to make people happy and get on stage and make them laugh. 
I like to highlight other people. Yes, I act and model and host because I do love what I do and I love the camera. But if I can highlight someone else, that makes me feel better. And I love and I love I love people. I love human behavior. I'm listening to their stories and how they what struggles they got to to be successful. It's very fascinating. Otherwise, um, churning and burning and acting, modeling and hosting and um, heading to Salt Lake City next week for the Pirelli Motorsports. I love cars. Big car person. Um, and then just you can see me on. Um, gosh, I just I just shot. Uh, a few, a few shows, mm-hmm. and I'm shooting on Monday. I can't even remember. It's a lot of bikini, yeah. bikinis and rollerblades or bikinis on a boat, but I do enjoy it until I... And, and I will play a lawyer someday. Hopefully not in a bikini, <laughs> but anyway. Bikini lawyer. Bikini yeah. lawyer. Oh, yeah. Some new yeah. So that's the next gown with a wind, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was actually thinking about this bit from Futurama where it was making fun of Valley McBeal, which is a show I love. Um, and like, it was like single female lawyer oh, having yeah. lots of sex. <laughs> like that was Bender's theme song he made when they were trying to fake I love it. that. Yeah. It's so cute. It just, it makes the scene so much better. But yeah. if you could please, um, I have a new Instagram. It's, um, actress Anne McDaniels, A-C- actress A-N-N-E-M-C-D-A-N-I-E-L-S. Otherwise at Anne McDaniels across the board, but actress Anne McDaniels on Instagram is the new one that I'm really trying to get better at social media. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, and luckily for me, all my social media, as you guys know, is uh, everywhere on the internet at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, since there is only one, and I will be at Flappers, which uh, will be Saturday, August 11th at 9.30pm for the Speakeasy Weekend Showcase, that's in the Yoohoo room, so yeah, I'm starting to get back out there uh, doing awesome. stand-up, so yeah, hopefully you guys check that out. Well, see you next Tuesday. Hey, if you're a fan of mine or just uh, dark stuff in general, you might have been a subscriber to my other podcast, The Red Room, Your Horror News Source. Well, the format has flipped over there to Dead Inside with myself, Lucretia Lyon, and fellow comedian Jacqueline Pissarro. And it's more of like a dark comedy take on more real horror stuff like Disneyland deaths or Scott Peterson Things like that. We will, you know, we do still talk about the rules of horror, things like that. It'll be some fake stuff, but I was tired of being the news since, again, it's so much hashtag fake news out there. But yeah, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast now under a new name at Dead Inside with Lucretia Lyon and Jacqueline Pissarro. And if you are looking for the archives of the Red Room, your horror news source, they are now exclusively on Podbean and you can take advantage of the 666 deal. Yes, I think I'm super clever. It is $6 for six months of those archives, and the last six is probably how many people might actually do this. I'm lowballing it here, so don't make me a liar, guys. So yeah, subscribe today over at podbean.com exclusively for the Red Room archives for your 666 deal. Hail Satan!